Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Talk five minutes about catching you up. It's okay. He'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he knows ahead of time, he's pretty swift That's like that. Smart. All right, well, somebody put uh, – because uh, my Facebook isn't up right now, so uh, let me go there and do that real fast. Okay. Uh, well, I was going to Gmail first. It's like a public – like it's like, it's like my, anytime I'm on a – Yeah, go, me too. Every my, time. My brain just goes right to Gmail. Did you? Did you? Yeah. What, what, did you know? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. How are we sounding, Bob? Great. You guys sound great. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. New mic position. You guys sound wonderful. I was listening to some of the podcasts, and they sound good. I haven't heard any complaints online, which is cool. And we're recording, so um, what's up, everybody? And welcome to Dork Trek. This is the review of Insurrection. Hello and welcome. My name is Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi, Jenny. I'm joined by Jenny. Are you rubbing lotion on yourself? Are you I ash? Am. Are you ashy player? I'm, I am ashy. <laughs> and I have to put the lotion on my skin, or I'll get the hose again. That's yeah, what. Yeah, get the you get the hose, and then we're also we also have Ben, who's just clean shaven. Hello, Ben. Well, yeah, it's you know it's smooth as an android's bottom this mm. week. Let me feel. Mm. No, no. <laughs> okay. You look like a you look like a younger, older Bob Dylan with like the no facial hair and the big hair going on. Like, <laughs> like you look like like sixty eight Dylan. Is he talking? <laughs> and Anton is here as well. Hi, Anton. Anton. Um, Anton is building his robot army, and then we're going to be joined by Dennis today. Manny can't make it because something came up. So we're reviewing Insurrection, and I got to tell you, I just finished it like five minutes ago. Not as bad as I remember it being. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, as bad as I expected. Yeah, because like, yeah, I felt the same way you do, Jenny. Expand on that for me, please. Well, as I was watching it, I was texting with Charlene of Trek FM Network, hmm. and I said, you know, I'm watching Insurrection, and she said, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> so I was expecting it to be like just um yeah I mean I don't want to get too far ahead but it's it wasn't that bad well did it help though that you were expecting it to be horrible I think that was the thing is that you know that that's kind of my my standard is to expect very low and I'm probably going to be pleasantly surprised but I'm not going to be disappointed. And that, that was a good case. And I can see you've lived that by your choice of partner sitting next to you. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm here for. But I felt the same way because I, I was kind of dreading watching it. That's why I was waiting until the last minute to, to, to watch the film. I was like, oh, insurrection kind of sucks and I don't want to watch it. And it's all dumb and bleh. And then I turned it on and I was like, all right, you know, like, and I think I, I get it confused with Nemesis, and I've seen Nemesis, and I didn't like that one. See, I've never, I've, I've never seen Nemesis. Mm. Well, I'll say this: I, I had it on the television, and I lost interest after a little while, and it just kind of was, it was on in the background while I was cleaning house. That was more interesting than watching Nemesis. So, so you're saying vacuuming was more interesting than watching? <laughs> yes. Well, and oddly, both activities sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but I'll save that for when we do Nemesis next week. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna keep that as like a as like a preview. <laughs> we'll stick that one in the trailer, bro. That one's going in the trailer. 
but yeah, like I, I, I thought this movie was going to be a lot worse than it was. And it was, I was pleasantly surprised, but I guess maybe it is a, uh, a product of such low expectation. I think so. I don't know. A lot to do with it. But I don't know. I don't think it was that bad on its own. I don't know. I guess we can kind of get into it. Like the movie starts and you think you're watching a Renaissance fair because there's, there's all these people living in like old timey fashion. Like they're playing in a hay stack and they're running around chasing each other and they're all dressed in weird kind of Renaissance fair clothes and doing Renaissance fair things. Like there's a blacksmith. Mm-hmm. For no reason. Ben pointed out something kind of interesting to me that uh, Star Trek doesn't do a lived-in town very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very Star Wars has always, I mean, just trumped Star Trek. You know, no, no competition. Yeah, for the lived-in universe. Because this was built last Thursday. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, the prop guys just finished up. Some of the scenery is still drying. Don't step <laughs> on that area of grass over there because we just put the sod down. No, come on, you're messing up the grass. Come on. We just planted it. Wow, jeez. <laughs> but, I mean, and I think Jenny's comment that it, it looked like w- one of the new sections of uh, – Bush Gardens it, uh, Ireland Bush- or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Bush Gardens space. <laughs> I could see it's that. very theme park clean, like very sterile for an outside world kind of place. Yeah, but yeah. they do all like the faux finishing on it to try to make it. What look if it's been there for three hundred years? What if everybody's mom lives there? That's why it's so clean. Because my mom's house is way cleaner than my house. So what if it's just everybody's mom in the galaxy lives in there? Yeah, like, so they just the do six hundred people. Yeah, the six hundred people are all like fifty-year-old New York mothers who like to clean <laughs> that's the case and they just want to pick up like sweeping the dirt yeah but i will say that though that is true like it just it looks it looks new i mean the village we find out later has been there for 600 years and it looks like it's been there for 45 minutes well and that's the thing though this is like franchise wide though with star trek yeah Whenever they try to make like an oh, oh this is a 60 year old klingon ship that's barely holding together and it looks pretty good yeah. yeah. It's like, well, if you take down some of these extra things that you've obviously hung up to look like it's in disarray, then yeah. See, but that's the funny part. I think you can even say that too about the villains in the film, the uh, the ball face villains. is like, uh, they're so old, they can hardly keep their teeth in their head and they keep having to get their skin pulled back and stapled, but yet they can throw around like a 200-pound uh, admiral and, and beat him unmercifully and then yeah. shred his face out, which strangely kills him for some reason. <laughs> it was nice to see that this was you know a, a good change chance for Joan Rivers to have her last screen role. Oh, um, come on. I love Joan Rivers. I was very sad when she died. I just assumed Joan Rivers was always going to be there, man, because she had yeah. always been there, and she died, and I was like, wow. It's a real bummer. And you just, just opened up that wound for me, Ben. Great job. Good, well, good you job. Know, it's the obvious joke, though, because, I mean, with all the skin pulling. Yeah, all the skin pulling. I, but I, I tell you what, you could have used a Shatner joke there. Shatter, Shatter could have been the villain for this film. I mean, he has had no work done. That man is all, he's 100% natural Canadian male. That's, a, that, that's all natural girdle right there. <laughs> How you contain it, that's fine. <laughs> he just pushes it all up so he has these giant bosoms. No, but uh, I will say I like F. Murray Abraham. I'm, I'm glad F. Murray Abraham's in this. Um, it's just, 
I don't know. Like you said, there's just, it's, it's all too new and too clean and too fresh and too vibrant. And uh, when, when we were watching well, it though, Jay made the comment, um, every, you know, they're walking around the ship and as his character walks past, she says, are they the bad guys? Or are they good guys? And it said, it's F Murray Abraham. And all I could think of was the uh, action hero movie where the kid's able to go into the movies with no, our last action hero. Oh, yeah, last action action hero. hero. That's it. And when he sees F Murray Abraham, he's like, he's the bad guy. He's <laughs> he Mozart. See, I like, I, I know F Murray Abraham from, um, he was in mighty Aphrodite, the Woody Allen film where he played the chorus leader. Yes. You ever seen that film? Like that's where I know F Murray Abraham from is from that film. Well, so, see, I've, I've always known him from Mozart. That was my first exposure to him ever was from Amadeus. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen that movie so many times, I can't help but not just automatically bad guy. Now, what does the F start for? Like, what is the F? Frank, is it Frank Murray? What's the F? Is I it have no idea. Is it just like Homer J. Simpson where it doesn't mean anything? It's just... <laughs> his name is F. Yes, that's his name, F. It's, it's like F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, what's the F for, man? What, what's, why do people have floating Fs? Why is that an okay kind of... Well, maybe the F stands for floating. Ah! That's, that's like the end joke that all the floating <laughs> F people have that we don't know. Floating F people. Yeah. F. Murray Abraham. He, he added it because apparently he was born as Murray Abraham. So he just added the F. See? Yeah. Okay. He so was born October 24th, 1939 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Nice. As nice. Murray Abraham. Nice Jewish boy. Yeah. So he just added F. He's like, yeah, I'll just put an F in front of my name. It'll make me sound mysterious. Maybe nobody liked him and everybody's like, F Murray Abraham. <laughs> that's that's maybe the way I was there was another. Maybe there was another Murray Abraham and he wanted to distinguish himself. Or maybe... So Maybe there was another Murray Abraham and he didn't like him. So his name was F. Murray Abraham. Oh, what's, what's your name? They just kept coming up for the same roles. And he was like, hi, I'm Murray Abraham. And the guy was like, F. Murray Abraham. I was like, oh, okay, it's dicks. I like it. <laughs> maybe he wanted his name to show up in the phone book first. So people yeah. called him first. So maybe yeah. another Murray F. Abraham. F. F. Murray F. would come before him. Right? And then there's like a triple A F Murray Abraham. <laughs> yeah, then maybe they just went back and forth until the legal bills for changing their name got <laughs> crazy. And he won. The other guy ended up in the poorhouse. Yeah. Maybe it started as like Ann Murray Abraham and just went back. <laughs> they got to F and he was like, I'm broke. And that was it. That was the end of it. I can't afford this anymore. It's just not worth it. So then E well, Murray Abraham won. Yeah. E Murray Abraham is pissed because he's like, I was so close. <laughs> it could have been me, bro. It could have been me. Could have been you. But uh, but yeah. So they're doing they're doing their thing, and then like there's a duck blind, and they're yeah. watching this planet. And you're like, why? And the first thing I ask is like, why are they watching some pre-industrial civilization for no apparent reason? What is going on here? And that should have kind it's of been kind of creepy. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it is kind of creepy. It's very like well, stalkerish kind of masturbating in front of the. In front of the screen door with, you know, watching people have sex, kind of porno movie thing. Like, they're behind the from mic. Right. You, just, uh, <laughs> you know they were. Oh, yeah, totally. I would have been. I don't care if they were doing science or not. They were jerking yeah. off. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, well, that's the best time I mean, to jerk off is during science. Well, see, though, we've done the I, 
we've done the the duck blind thing back in like third season with the Mintakins. That's uh, why I kept. I always got this, and, and maybe that's why it's it feels like an episode is because the length is an hour and forty five minutes long. So it's like two episodes together. Uh huh. They have elements mm-hmm. of other episodes in this one with the duck blind. So I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I, I always thought that this was. Uh, I don't know. It had the episode feel. And this is why I started to not like TNG movies. Mm-hmm. Like the last one. <laughs> well, yeah, but the last one kind of was episode This one just drove it home that this would have been a great episode. And so I've kind of thought the movies were, you know, the, the actual last season of TNG. That was the that makes season, sense. was that we had four movies. Dennis is here. Hello, Dennis. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. Cool. You missed F. Murray Abraham, but that's we'll get there. But yes, yeah, I don't know. Like I don't feel just in time for the jerking off. So. Yeah, yeah, you Perfect. showed up just in time. I knew you, you showed, showed up just in time. time. He said if we <laughs> say jerking off three times in a row, Dennis will just magically appear. Okay. It yeah, works at home too. Dennis is always in my bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you're the masturbation Bloody Mary. Yeah. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> I always expected to be Manny. Nice. Yeah, no, it's Dennis. That's where it gets you. That's the rub. You're not expecting it. Oh, you that is the rub. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about um, – no, we haven't gotten too far into it. But, yeah, just – I don't know, man. Like, uh, you got these weird guys with the weird faces. With the, And it just looks like they have, like, a pl- – like, their th- – the costume for this must have been very simple. They just took, like, saran wrap and smooshed it on their <laughs> – because their noses are really flat and they're ripped through the food port, but then they have rings. like uh, like uh, in old school when they're going and grabbing everybody and they have the, the, <laughs> yeah the panties on their nose. Yeah, yeah, right. And then you've got this admiral fake Jack Palance running around. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't. I don't and know. It, and it's clear you don't get anywhere in Starfleet without a beard because this guy is like prime example because he is what Riker wants to be. Mm-hmm. Riker's like, dude, I just got to get the gray in and they'll totally make me Admiral. I know it. Like, I'll skip Captain altogether and I'll just be the badass Admiral with the cool gray hair beard. Yeah. They have the uh, reverse just for men. Like, <laughs> brushes in the gray. <laughs> yeah, he's only like 27. Yeah. He's like Steve Martin of Starfleet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Admiral. <laughs> but, I mean, we see this works because of all good things. Yeah. Riker, once he gets the gray, bam, Admiral Riker. The grayer, the berry, the sweeter, the juice in Starfleet. That's how it works. <laughs> if you go gray, you're you're the man. Like, I imagine, like, the dude who is, like, the head of Starfleet, like, the A number one Admiral, looks like Gandalf the Gray from Lord of the Rings. Like, that's him. He's just the grayest man ever. He's just this giant gray beard and just wears gray all the time. And he looks like a rain cloud. And he's he's the boss. Like and he's yeah. it's Dumbledore. Dumbledore <laughs> is the uh, president of Basically, yeah. I don't know what I don't get that stuff. What what is that? Harry Potter? Yeah. I don't watch that stuff. <laughs> so lame. It's for kids. I read the book and uh, he's described as very gray in the book. I didn't read the book. I saw the I, first movie and it was really long and bad, so I didn't the first movie's really long. Like it's long. Yeah, they I get told- better. Like I fell asleep watching it with my wife. My wife, it's painfully long. Like it's just awful. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, it just sucks. Blech. But anyway, 
so yeah, you got these long, bald face guys hanging out and then Starfleet dudes. And then you're just seeing like these weird predator vision guys in red suits running around, but nobody else sees them. And you're like, what is going on over here? Yeah. And of course, and of course it's got to be data. Like it's got to be data because they're talking about the Android. And so right. here comes data doing wacky stuff. Actually, somebody lost their cell phone. So that's <laughs> Where's my Android? Where's my Android? Where's my Android? Where's my Android? <laughs> Reboot the Android. That's never would happen with an iPhone. Can somebody call my Android? Just you know. But yeah, so they're just cha- there's two guys in red suits chasing. Oh, Mountain Dew, Dennis. That's living dangerously, huh? Yeah, that's been one of those days. Long day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it takes mine to the head, Grandpa. <laughs> and they're just running around after the Android, and they're shooting at him, but nobody sees it. Like, so your finger, like, what's happening here? Like, what is going on? I see red things in the duck blind, but I don't see anything on the ground, man. This is fucking freaking me out. And I'm thinking I'm having, like, a flashback, bro. And, like, then little hammers start walking across the street. And I'm, like, tripping balls. And, man, my fucking <laughs> face is melting off. And it's just getting trippy, bro. Like, weird Ooh. color. Like, my hand starts go oh, trails and shit. Then I started talking to Beelzebub himself. And we made a deal. Beelzebub said, hey, man, if you can finish this movie, I'll make you the king of podcasting. And I said, I don't know what that's going to get me, so I don't think it's worth it. I told Beelzebub to suck it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, what does that mean, king of podcasts? You get nothing. You get jack shit and people expect stuff from you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my For stuff, free. Mate? You guys said the episode would be out today. Where is it? Where's my fucking check? <laughs> <laughs> you give me any money? And after 189 recordings, yeah. it finally just fell apart. Snapped. <laughs> well, it's, it's from the flashback, bro. The acid, bro. The, the shrooms. Uh, the sh- it's the shrooms talking, man. I'm sorry. I got <laughs> I gotta calm down, bro. I, I'm getting like all kinds of references from this episode to shit that happened today. No, today was wonderful. I had a great day today. Well, no, but I mean, the mushroom reference. This is two mushroom references. This is the. I mean, the Steve Martin reference. The earlier with the. Uh, oh look at me! You gave me. There's a lot of shit going on in my life right now that came up in this podcast. I think I think Ben's tripping balls too, bro. Okay. Yeah, we watched okay. X-Files earlier and he did the, the acid trip. Oh. I heard this episode of X-Files wasn't very good. I heard people I were kind of, yeah, kind of bummed out. I loved it. I'm just saying on the Twitter, man, I don't know. I don't watch that show. They're dumb. Yeah. I think I think, I think, think Jillian Anderson is one of the aliens <laughs> from this planet because she's, she's only gotten younger looking and more attractive. Well, yeah, the part where she was eating her leg was a little... She was eating out her own leg? That's yeah, it's on the table. And I got a while to show. Yeah. <laughs> I need to find time. The X-rated files. Yeah. <laughs> Triple X files. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. It's really good. <laughs> the pole smoking man. <laughs> Mookie! Jesus. Oh, nobody has a trip out of me, so he just sticks it right in are those three nerdy guys called? Lone Gunman. The Lone Gunman. But there's three of them. That's the like Lone the, Gunman. That's like the uh, Adam Sandler movie, uh, the Lone Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> <Airheads do their laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, but that movie was good. It was the funny. <laughs> Wait, an Adam just, Sandler movie was fun. I enjoyed it. I, I want to see the yeah, Adam Sandler thing that's on the Hulu or the Netflix. The the major. No, you don't. No, I do because Vanilla Ice is Mark Twain. Yeah. I don't know if you saw my tweet stream today, but I was sporting the rock, the the Mark Twain uh, mustache. I made him shave it. Yes, you made me shave the Mark Twain. Why? Exactly, because I was going to do the entire episode tonight in my Mark Twain voice because I had the stash. And- that would have been awesome. But Mark, Mark Twain-, Twain would be the uh, president of Star Trek. That's the voice I would choose to like narrate a porn. That would be fucking awesome. Okay, that would be awesome, but the mustache was not. I would like to see. Is that what this is all about? That you made Ben shave his mustache? Yeah. Because I had when I shaved my beard this morning to get ready for Dork Trek, for the Riker beard. Uh-huh. I left the mustache. And so, if you go to my Twitter, you can see the uh, the riverboat Ben. I have to do that. Riverboat. <laughs> I have to do that. That's a, that sounds great. Time was in Mississippi. I was a riverboat cat. <laughs> now, now, do you think? Um, uh, a Troy shaved Riker's whole entire body. Oh yeah, like there was some like erotic. I mean, we remember the blanket that the, he has, like the natural sweater. Yes, we saw that on Angel <laughs> One. So she had to like trim that down too because it was she getting pretty rough. Heart. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this question: Do you think at some point during their coitus, like Riker took the straight blade to her throat and like fucked her with it, and like you know, was like fucking her, and then like going, "I'm gonna kill you, bitch! I swear to God!" Because that's what he has to do to achieve <laughs> erection and ejaculation. Like, is that? Well, no, I think that's what he has to do to get for her to get off. Because after <laughs> a couple of years of dating Worf, humans just don't yeah, get fair point. anymore. So he's got to get his. Put the knife on my throat. Say you're gonna kill me. And like he's freaking out because you know usually he does this stuff anyway, but they don't ask for it. I don't know, man. Riker was on that uh, Klingon ship for a while. Yeah, and I'm sure he banged the Dura sisters. I would. Yeah. That's why they blew up the ship. It was you know it was kind of turnabout for him. His whole just, life is upside down right now. And like, it's weird, too, because, like, they start playing grab-ass really early on in the movie for no apparent reason. Like, they're yeah, just, it just comes out of nowhere. They're just doing some... Maybe it's maybe it's because the planet? Is it the planet? The rings on the planet is making them feeling hone It's It makes you uh, young again. Stephanie, we're going to this planet. And so all of your... Because uh, <laughs> that's why Warp... <laughs> The giant zit because he was going through puberty again. So then, what happened? To, well, that's right. Picard just became a really good dancer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The dance scene that was worth the entire movie. Yeah. That was the price of admission for yes. you. I tell you what, man. I don't. I know. Uh, I would. I would make out with Picard so much. He's such a handsome man. Like I can't. Such a beautiful man. Like he really is. And still, no hair. No, no hair, and she hadn't seen Whoa. a bald man in three hundred years. He's like, "Well, do you want to meet my other bald man, buddy? <laughs> Would you like to meet the bald bishop? <laughs> you can polish him." Uh, you get that sweet lace front from those little oompa loompa people for a minute. That was kind of hot. Yeah, those were weird too. I just so okay. So that's why they were being all flirty because they were on that planet. Yeah, right. okay. the planet was there, and they started getting all honey. All right, okay. But, um, yeah, there's... Um, so we saw, uh, was it Mark McCormick? 
Data's and Data's floating head. Did we talk about Data's floating head? Well, yeah, that was yeah. that was the the dad that sees the floating head with yes. his son is McCormick from Hardcastle and McCormick. Ah, cool. And he looks up, and you've got Data's floating head. Yeah, that's. We're ready for that, right? But that would be kind of creepy to see, wouldn't it? Yeah, just this weird, this weirdly like 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 colored head kind of floating through your neighborhood. Yeah, that'd be really freaky. Like, <laughs> I, I, I actually have nightmares about that now that you bring it up. <laughs> Deep seated, rooted nightmares about floating robot heads. What over, are the first over, overacting floating robot heads. Dance, <laughs> and they're just singing show tunes and telling bad jokes. <laughs> Oh, I'm malfunctioning. <laughs> uh, it made me think back to that episode with uh, Alexander and Troy's mom with the floating head that oh. they kept talking to and hanging out with. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, it's kind of like uh, maybe that was just uh, an android with a, uh, you know, invisible suit on. But maybe he, you know, had his fly ends up to something real creepy. If they wanted to make it cool, they should have put his head in a box a la Pee Wee's Playhouse and then it could say cool shit and grant wishes. Like that's that that way the kid wouldn't be afraid of it. But like some kid who's never seen technology sees a floating robot head. Yeah, Daddy, he's gonna be freaked out a little bit by you, brother. Having a bad day. And then all of a sudden you're gonna start like beating up invisible people and (laughs) and and you're gonna shoot a mountain and a building is gonna appear. Right. He he blew the top of that mountain mountain off. Yeah, like their perspective. And, and to be fair, uh, that duck blind is really little that they had up there. Like I thought it would have been a bit more spacious, but it was quite. It looked quite small, almost like well, a, I, I think it's deep. It's, uh, it's a lot deeper than it than it appears. You don't need a whole lot of room to like just sit there and observe and masturbate. But there was a, there was a lot of people in there observing and masturbating. Is what I'm yeah. saying, like. There had to be at least like ten people in there. It was very tight quarters. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, at the same time, though, with it being an observation thing, you don't want it to be too big. I mean, you want it to be as unnoticeable but as comfortable. Possible. But you want comfortable, though, man. From comfortable. The side, yeah. I use it, is what you're saying. And then those weird dudes uh, uh, with the ball faces, you know they have to smell, right? Because they're, they're like really bad. They're decaying. Like, they're dying right in front of you. So you know they have to smell terribly. So you want a very big, well-insulated duck blind. No, you want right? it well-ventilated. But at least big so they can go stink in the corner. Like, hey, look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, we've got the fans blowing that way, buddy. <laughs> look, you rotting corpse. Go sit over there. <laughs> They just take the hypo spray that disables their nose from working. <laughs> oh man! But then you, gotta, McCormick. <laughs> then you got a bunch of then you got a bunch of people addicted to hypo spraying their nose, and that just causes all kinds. That's what the next movie should have been about, like hyper spray addicts from their nose uh, huffing epidemic. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's got like the gold. Uh... <laughs> oh, did Anton freeze? Yep, Anton. Uh, and he was making the scariest face too, like he was like some longshoreman. Would you say faggot? <laughs> Jesus. It was a longshoreman character, Ben. That's what they say, man. Come oh, on. Okay. All right. That was longshoreman voice. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. It was a, it was a character. Yeah, Ben. I'm like Don Imus. I can say racist shit as long as I'm doing it in a character's voice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if I were to say greasy wop, unacceptable. But if, you were, 
But if, you know, Argyle shows up and he's just like, you know, some crazy wop came in, fucked up my steel, and I don't want it. That's fine. That's comedy. Okay. Like, you've just figured it. But there are – you can go too far. Okay. You know? Got yeah. It. So, um, what are we talking about? Here? Like the duck blind went too far. Yeah. Now, what does insurrection mean exactly? Like, what does that word mean? It means nothing to do with this movie. That's <laughs> what I was kind of getting at. Like, isn't uh, it was like fancy buzzword that they chose? <laughs> insurrection isn't that like, like an up- be a rebellion? You know? Yeah, it's an uprising, like like a people uprising against like a, a tyrannical leader. But I didn't get any of that. No, like Star Wars. Star Wars was about an insurrection. Yeah, but well, yeah, what? wasn't this about like the internal political? problem that the federation was having it just kind of turned out to be like some punk teenagers come back and kick out their old parents yeah, pretty much and blow up the house yeah it's like it's like it's like if home alone took a really weird step <laughs> <laughs> like if if home alone was really about uh them kicking macaulay Culkin out of the house and then he comes back 300 years later and it's like fuck you guys i'm gonna blow this place up he said, like, you know, yeah. Which is And then he starts bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought that was pretty disgusting and pretty cool at the same time. Oh, no, that was a really he's cool. screaming at Picard, and it, he, he literally pops a vein. Yeah, that was cool. But again, it doesn't – if he can't yell without bleeding like that, how can he just beat people up and throw them around? Yeah, like that was like there was some inconsistencies with stuff like that, but I guess like you could. But also, he there's no way he could play PlayStation because like we start yelling at people <laughs> like you're, you're playing, and his thumbs his thumbs would just start bleeding for no reason, like <laughs> just gushing blood. It's Call of Duty, bullshit. It's bullshit. This Call of Duty, these graphics are so awesome. It's like you're really bleeding, man. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious about this shit, dude. This is life or death for me, bro. Nope. But yeah, so I feel like we're all over the place with this, uh, yeah. this synopsis, but I think you can get the gist of it. I mean, it, it's a really good episode. It's a really good movie. Like, it's a fun movie. I enjoyed the movie. There's a nice musical break. Yeah. The musical break was fun because Data loses his shit, and like uh, he's he's flying in a starship that looks surprisingly like the other vessel that came with the uh, Cobra Raven. Do you remember that? Like the big SR seventy, what is it, the SR forty seven? The black, the SR seventy one. Yeah, yeah, the Cobra Starship. That, that Cobra it was a Cobra plane, and there was one that sat right on top of it. So it was two planes. It oh. Was- it looks like that plane. Like Data's flying around in that thing. Oh, like where the GI Joes had the spaceship with the little secondary pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know where. Where did Data get the pod from? Like, where did that? Well, that, that was the scout ship that was for the mission. Okay, and why is it so cool looking? And why don't other things in the Star Trek universe look like that? Like, like that thing was pretty sweet looking, right? Like, is it? Well, I mean, and it was warp capable because it had its own deflector dish. Yeah, so he went Grand Theft Auto on that shit and like oh, just yeah. stole it. And he, uh, he 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 killed a hooker. <laughs> uh, he stole some drugs from the Jamaicans, and then he got the uh, scout craft. The guy pulled him right out of the yeah. Take Starfleet. yeah. There was a Starfleet guy that was like he's driving his scout ship along. 
David just stands in the road. The guy stops, and David just walks over to the thing, opens his hatch. That would be a that would be a cool video game. We should invent that Star Trek Auto. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Grand Theft Starship. Star yeah, that would be fun. I would play the shit out of that game. You just fly around the galaxy, oh, yeah. blowing stuff up. Yeah. The Green Orion slave hookers are yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, male, 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 and female because you got to be racy. Yeah. Star Trek. Well, who's the slave and who's the master? Yeah. <laughs> Can't see, but I'm moving my eyebrows really fast. <laughs> it's dark over here. But yeah, um, yeah. So Data steals he 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 steals this craft and's flying around and doing all kinds of wacky shit, shooting at people. Yeah, he's just blasting fools, man. Data's just gone full Grand Theft Auto. Like he's definitely like three stars, I think, at this point, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, easily. The admiral wants him dead. He was like, you know, contain your android. Blow up your android. But is it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how they could just willy-nilly kill Data because he's a machine. So you figure something's got to be going wrong with him. Mm-hmm. So, right. so amped on killing him. You know, you, that, that. Maybe he just knows too much. Ooh. Maybe they're just tired of his overacting and like, we got to get this fucking guy out of here, man. Like, I just hate him and let's kill him. They turn off the safety protocols of the production. <laughs> <laughs> if I got to listen to this. We, we, can't, we can't shoot I this do. script, Bob. We can't shoot this script. <laughs> safety protocols are off. My God, man. If I have to I'm listen to this off. fucking guy sing show tunes one more time, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill everybody. So it's okay, either, but either all of you or the robot. <laughs> Although I do like the a, joke. No, the joke works. When the whole thing with uh, you know, do you know Gilbert and Sullivan? Yeah, yeah. Are. Are, they, are they new on the ship? I haven't had a chance to meet all the cr- new crew yet uh, <laughs> since I transferred. I thought that was funny. Oh, no, God. I, I well, liked such a fucking stick. Because, well, I mean, and we know that was the thing is Picard's reaction shot to that, where he couldn't believe that Worf just said that. Where he just, yeah. just oh, Worf, you're such an uncultured animal. You, you don't know what the 19th century composer. What a dummy! Oh, the third year at Starfleet Academy is exclusively studying. <laughs> well, did we say it was a whole course on Andrew Lloyd Webber? Yeah. Ah, but did we say it was like? Third year though is the uh, it's musical theater year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, maybe Worf did the tactical stuff, and that's why he missed the Gilbert and Sullivan yeah. semester. He focused on extracurriculers at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Worf was Worf was like a, a star athlete, and he was taking like you know yeah. tactical and stuff like that because they take the easy classes. He had a greasy squares. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was in the ballet or something. Yeah, I could see Worf being more of a yeah. ballet dude. Yeah. Got I think it's really clean. It's, it's the hair. He took it. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking, the hair. He was, he was taking advanced homoerotic wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, of my, uh, one of my favorite parts of this. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm going to have one of my favorite parts was when uh, when Picard says what I was thinking at the beginning of the movie, where he asked Jordy if uh, Data's an- uh, emotion chip had gone off uh, off the click. Because I immediately, when you see Data freaking out, you expect like every other time his emotions have gotten out of control yeah. or some yeah. shit. And it's almost like Picard looks at the audience. I mean, he almost breaks the fourth wall, and he's like, "No, he left it here. <laughs> Something else is going on this time with Data being broken." 
like, oh shit, wonder what's going on. A new way. Yeah, now he's <laughs> now we way to break the robot. But now we learn that data in season seven or season eight, if you want to call it that, in the third movie has like a, a fight or flight mechanism essentially that like to protect his Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was such a weird thing to just kind of bring up out of nowhere. Like, well, he knew he was in danger, so he went into survival mode. It's like, really? Hey, by the way, yeah. Yeah. The he's never that done that before. Yeah, like it's never happened before in all of your adventures where shit has hit the fan. Data has never gone into survival mode. No. Sure. Is that like a, in a video game, like uh, when you go below 20% health or something like that, then you go into survival <laughs> mode? <laughs> Essentially. Well, see, and it's also like your iPhone. If you go below 20%, you'll go into low power mode. Yeah. And so if he'd kept going at the survival mode, it takes a lot more energy. He gets his battery down too low, and then he just goes to sleep. He so just goes, had to wait it out. He just goes batshit crazy and starts shooting everything, <laughs> punching everyone. I wonder if it's like a 50-50. He either shuts down or just goes batshit. It's like, Dennis, Dennis, what are you watching? Are you watching soccer? No, I'm watching uh, Duke, North Carolina. Oh, uh, what's the score? Who's winning? Uh, North Carolina is winning. Bunch of jerks. Sixty-two fifty-six. I was hoping he was going to keep looking up. Insurrection. Yeah, oh, I'm watching the the special features of Insurrection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see how they made their ball face so bally. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not the only one who thought that they looked like. Scary. No, they totally did. Like I so much so that I showed my wife my balls and the balls <laughs> on the screen. I was like, look, see, they look similar. She's like, yeah, I see it. <laughs> No, I'm just thinking, like, you surprise her by letting her wake up, and there they are, and her first words when she wakes up are, F. Murray Abraham? <laughs> like, that's what I was saying! They look, they're separated at birth. Yeah. My balls and F. Murray Abraham in Star Trek Insurrection. It's like F. Murray Abraham with a beard. Look, it, it's, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Yeah. Your balls are going to be uh, in a future season of Homeland as well. Yeah, and, and my I, balls killed Mozart. And if I scream really loud, they just bleed. It's Salieri balls. <laughs> well, it's it's from the 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 snip snip never healed properly. So oh. yell, never, if you stretch them yeah, too far, they, they bleed. If it bleeds, we can kill it. No, don't. The vasectomy, <laughs> the vasectomy was fine. It was just it was a cheap joke. Yes. I was actually a little concerned because I had used the uh, new Chinese scarless method. Oh. There's no stitches. Oh, that's cool. And I figured if anybody – well, halfway through the process, it was like, oh, if somebody knows about vasectomies, I would expect the Chinese. But then as he's doing the operation, I'm thinking, well, oh. wait a minute. There's a lot of fucking Chinese. Yeah. I don't know that much about <laughs> vasectomies. What, yeah. what, is, what is he doing down there? <laughs> he's – he, he was squinting. That's why your balls the, the, like there was a lot of squinting. <laughs> <laughs> he opened up the fridge and then he took <laughs> But then, uh, yeah, the uh, the vasectomy wasn't that bad. It was a lot of pressure and burning. Like I smelled burning. Mm. Wasn't that bad? You smelled burning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like burning flesh. You know what I mean? Because well, it's they like, cauterize. Yeah, they cauterize it like Rambo. So it's like Rambo for oh. your balls. You know? And see, I didn't have that. And there was pressure. I had pre- It was just a lot of pressure. That's all. I like, gotta you, do that later this year. Yeah, you should. It's not bad. Us. It's it's not terrible. Um, you're gonna be off your feet for a couple days, so enjoy that. 
That'll be a relief. Yeah, so <laughs> get frozen peas. Yeah, frozen peas work really well. What about frozen peas and carrots? Damn, that'll be fun, yeah. Well, see, but the frozen peas, as long as it's something that's small that's frozen because it'll bust up in the bag. Don't get the box. Get the bag of frozen Yeah, get a bag. Get a bag of frozen <laughs> Because the idea is that the peas will form yeah, around your screw. And then what you do is you invite someone over that you really don't care for very much, and then you feed them the peas. <laughs> Enjoy my ball peas. <laughs> See, I made the mistake of clearly eat them. <laughs> it's F. Murray Abraham's secret recipe. <laughs> oh shit! Did you marinate these in something? I had to stretch yes. the recipe yes. a little. In, yes, shmegma. Yes, they were. It's ma- it's it's marinated in shmegma and pain. Well, they're really cheesy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> eat them and shut up. <laughs> so bad. That 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 old dick cheese flavor just can't dick be. cheese. But yeah, you should do it though, Dennis. You'll be sore for a couple of days. But it's not awful. It's not awful. Like it, do- it doesn't work immediately. Just know that you've still got about like six weeks that you gotta clear the chamber. Twelve shots, dude. Twelve shots. I remember the first one after I got the surgery done. I was really, I was very ginger with it. Like, oh man, this is tough. <laughs> it, it is. It, it made it, but you know what? It made it more exciting. I didn't need the belt that time. I could die. I could die. It could fall. Oh, yeah. It just unravels onto the floor. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's Roll a that one back up. <laughs> Oh, glad I, need, I got two. I need an ice cream scoop on the fly, please. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you don't want to go too soon. You, you want to listen to the doc. You know, yeah. if he says wait X amount of time, you wait that amount of time. Let the best, that dress my boat racing schedule. Yes. The yeah. best part, though, seriously, was you have to bring in your sperm so they can check it. And uh, you, just, you just bring in a bag, like a paper bag with a cup of sperm in it. And I brought it to the, oh. I brought it to the office. Because you, and you have to make it like relatively fresh because it won't last that long. Wait, you have to yeah. make it at home? They won't yeah, let you yeah. you make it. You make it at home, but then like you hand deliver it like it's a Domino's pizza, you know, like it's hot <laughs> and fresh, you know. And then the funny part was like the girl at the front desk after I made my – sample was pretty cute so i just gave her a bag of sperm and like i didn't get prosecuted or anything for it like i think like it wasn't creepy it was like here's my sperm and i asked her i was like well if you if you need any more just let me know <laughs> wait let me take a picture All right. give me like 10 minutes hey can you say something for me say <laughs> stick it in my butt <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so uh, insurrection, huh? Yeah. Insurrection. In the rectum. In the rectum. <laughs> okay, so that was, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, um, Riker and Troy being all lovey-dovey was completely lost on me. But then why wouldn't the whole, so like, it's weird that it affects everyone differently. Mm-hmm. Like, like Jordy starts growing his eyes. Yeah. And they're just toying with <laughs> I don't understand that. Why would his yeah. eyes grow? Yeah, why would his eyes grow back from puberty? Like, I don't get it. Like, Worf goes into puberty. Mm-hmm. Tro- Troy and Riker just get horny. Picard becomes a really good dancer, and then Jordy gets eyes. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're, you're, you're basically healed. Like, that's one of the things people were coming into sickbay that old injuries 
old scars were going away, things like that. It, Didn't it, this just it, happen in the last – this happened in generations too. So Jordy's got to be like, oh, fool me once. You know? Right. Why do you guys keep messing with my eyes, man? You know I'm sensitive about that stuff, Jack. This is the second time in three movies that you guys have been messing with me. Now I can see great. Well, this also happened in um, All Good Things, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like. Start going back in time and or the time, whatever, temporal pulses were fixing everything, making them all go back in time. Jordy's Jordy's really thinking, like, look, why can't you just make my dick huge? Why do you got to keep fucking with my eyes, yo? But now he's like extra sad because he keeps getting his vision back. Yeah. And then he loses again. He's like, you remember that time I could see? Oh, yeah. Man. It's like a non like a last non- week. Uh, story of flowers for Algernon. <laughs> remember that yeah. remember that time when I could see my computer girlfriend with my real eyes? Yeah. And I and I could see my mustache with my real eyes. My sweet black guy mustache. <laughs> that was a pretty nice mustache. Yeah, it was. I mean, he's a handsome fellow, that LeVar Burton. He's a he's an educator. He's an actor. He's an activist. He's a very nice fellow. Not like that other guy who just wants his yeah. his lattes. But you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> he's a very nice dude. Very yeah. nice guy. Our friend. Our friend Toby. Our personal close friend. Yep, our dear friend. Yeah. I wonder if he's ever hey, listened to me. I wonder if he's no. He probably likes you the most because we just talk cash shit about the thing he did for seven years. Where you're the only one staunchly defending it. <laughs> I've had a Twitter conversation with him years ago. I had a phone conversation with him, dude. So, oh. piss, so piss off. He touched me inappropriately. Well, no, he t- he touched he touched me right right. He here. touched all of us, Ben. He touched us with his love for literacy. Well, no, he he. <laughs> That's right, Jenny. Right here. He touched my arm and said. Excuse me. Get out of the way, nerd. Get out the way. Hey, man. No, he didn't even do that. He was just, excuse me. And then I... And then Ben said, "Ah!" (laughs) And he passed out like a woman. He said, hey, white devil. White devil, get out of my way. (laughs) Black lives matter. (laughs) Or they will in nine years. (laughs) I'm just a trendsetter. Oh, my God. And then, um, and then Jordy can see again, and that's just got like again, that's just got to suck for him because it's just like, come on, man, just give this motherfucker eyes or take him away. Like, come why, why are you doing this to him? This makes being blind way more tough. Well, see, at the same time, it takes away his crutch, his little guilt trip that he always laid on people. I mean, because that maybe that was the thing is he was using that line to pick up chicks and ten forward too often. You know, I, I, I can't actually see how beautiful you are, but if I could just touch your face, I, I, I can't. I can't. I've never seen beauty such as yours before. You know, I can't. I can see with my robot eyes that you got a fat ass, but I just got to touch it for myself. They <laughs> <laughs> give him the real eyes, and now he's just some other creepy dude in the bar. Yeah, I can, I can see with my computer eyes that you got a real sweet taste in vagina, but I got to see <laughs> I got to feed it for myself. Mm, delicious. Like I imagine when he had the visor, like he would just be checking people out, you know, clear, yeah. clear and clear because nobody can see where he's looking. Exactly. I just imagine he was a, a cool Modi cosplayer who just took it way too far. Like, that's what he was. He was like, I'm not even blind. I just really like cool Modi. So I'm just going <laughs> to wear these things everywhere. And that's my shtick. Oh. 
to like it's when people like ask. Girls that wears the cat ears all the time. Yeah, totally like that. He's like, you know what? I, I'm just going with it. People think I'm blind, so screw it. Like I get a good parking space. Like everybody's nice to me because they think I'm blind. So I'm just gonna I'm blind. Yep, can't see. Nope. Nothing, nothing great. If why, the why does the blind guy get a parking? Why does the blind guy get a parking space? <laughs> it's, it's the 2040s, yo. It's a different time. He can still see. That's why. <laughs> My brain just hurt. <laughs> it's. I think Anton and I clicked at about the same time. <laughs> Look, if he's blind and they're letting him be the engineer of the flagship. I'm sure he can drive a car. We've seen him drive a, the ship. He used to be the pilot. Yeah, so come on, baby. Get it together. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't make a lot of sense. And was it was it just me or was like the uh, the weapons guy when Worf wasn't around kind of Baldwin-y? Like I want you yeah, to go, okay. I want you to go back and watch the scene specifically when they're talking about like the shields when they fly into the into the I guess the briar patch if you will. Yeah. He has a Baldwin vibe to it. I think he may be like a Baldwin stepbrother or something like the missing Baldwin. He's the missing Baldwin. He, it, no, it could be Baldwin. it could almost be Alec Baldwin like on a dare. Is he maybe like a bastard Baldwin? Maybe. Maybe he's like a religion. Like the Baldwin cousins? Freddy Baldwin. <laughs> Not actually <laughs> in the house, but like Mr. Baldwin got drunk one night and banged some Vietnamese hooker. And then this is her Vietnamese hooker son who, who also went to Hollywood and got roles because he was like, yeah, I'm uh, Baldwin. <laughs> no, the talent <laughs> gene is there. Dong Baldwin. <laughs> Dong Baldwin. <laughs> Long Duck Baldwin. <laughs> Wasn't that the kid's name from uh, Kimmy Schmidt? Dong or something like that? Yeah, something like that. I love that show. It's okay. I haven't watched that one yet. It's good. It yet. It's, it's okay. Good. I love I love the lead, Ellie Kemper or whatever. She's awesome. Like she's she's fantastic. And Titus is great. Come on, Dennis, support your people. He's not bad. I just I mean just the uh, the pacing wasn't that great. Uh, it's got the thirty rock vibe to it, man. I dig it. I can like that. Okay. I've been holding off on it. It's good. Ellie Kemper is solid. Like she's wonderful. Like she's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. And John Hamm is in it, and he's unbelievable. Yeah, oh, I okay. would say the last two episodes are really great. Yeah, like John Hamm is amazing. I can't tell what it's about from all the pictures on Netflix, so that's why I haven't tried it out it's, yet. It's about this. Tina Fey and Jerry Minor are pretty good too. Yeah, they're good. It's about this woman um, named what uh, Kimmy Schmidt, who is a, a mole woman. Like she is. She's basically kidnapped by this guy who thinks he's Jesus and they live underground for 15 years and then they escape like they're freed by the FBI or whatever. And then to kind of break the mole of being a mole woman, she moves to New York. No, she's doing like they do like a TV show like the Today Show and she just stays in New York and tries to figure it all out. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's not like because uh, what it looks like from all the pictures on Netflix is like a cosplay gone wrong. It's like a chicken armor and like a like a My Little nah, Pony looking thing. Nothing like yeah. that. Okay, yeah, then she, I'll try it out. She is a uh, she's some Indiana rube, and she's really great at it. Like she plays a great rube. Yeah. Nice. And she she befriends like this flamboyantly gay black dude. And then who's the who's the the landlord? I actually I liked him better as um, in Queen of Jordan. From Thirty Rock. Okay, I don't remember like, uh, that. I haven't got that uh, far. Queen Jordan is awesome. The And who's the who's the landlord? What's her name? She was in Scrooge. Um, she was in Woody Allen. Uh, she was in um, Carol Kane. 
Yeah, Carol King. Oh, she, I love her. She's great in that show. She's so funny. Yeah. So she was in uh, Princess Bride. Yeah, she was in. Um, she's in uh, Annie Hall. She's yep. uh, our. Uh, she's his first wife. I think this show just moved up like several notches on our. It's dude. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and then like the last two episodes are fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You know. So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and uh, drop off of this and pick up, uh, give it a whirl, man. <laughs> I love that. Ellie Kemper's awesome. Like she's just I love her from The Office. She was so great on that. Mm-hmm. And again, she she plays a wonderful rube. Like she's just great at it. So much like the rube that this admiral is for believing the sauna. Yeah, this guy's kind of dumb. I don't understand. Like. What is the purpose of this whole mission for them? Like, I don't understand what's... Here's my question. What is Starfleet getting out of this? That's what I don't... That's what they wanted. They wanted a weapon that the Sona promised them. What weapon, though? I mean, like, what kind of R&D went into this? Like, oh, it's going to make everybody young. We're going to hit their planet with this weapon. It'll make them all young and healthy. That's a stupid (laughs) weapon. It must have been, like, a hell of a PowerPoint presentation that they gave at Starfleet. You know, like... They just wowed them with this presentation. There's like Starfleet Shark Tank. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this admiral is the one who said, all right, I'll make a deal. <laughs> they, brought, they brought like the cool hipster donuts from their space town. I'm like, dude, these do I mean, the presentation was decent at best, but the donuts were fucking killer, bro. That scone, dude, that space scone was the best scone I've ever eaten in my whole life. I mean, holy shit, dude, that thing was immaculate, bro. Like, Wow. <laughs> Hipster donuts are killer. Yeah, so let's go ahead and like kick everybody off this planet because that scone was fucking amazing. It's only it's only six hundred. Would it work on the board? What the scone? No, no. Yes, the scone. Yes, the no, scone. the anti-aging stuff. Well, because board- if the anti-aging stuff made Jordy grow his eyes back, then would it make them grow all of their limbs and stuff back the under board- the tech? Uh, the Borg are no more, right? Is that the is that the Borg and the be all end all for the Borg? Is that it? No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Okay, so in the Delta guys, yeah, you guys aren't working with a full understanding of everything. I've been that's my story of my life, though. To be yeah. honest, <laughs> but see, this is this the being the third TNG movie. We've also had DS Nine continuing all this time for right. a couple of years now, now right? and Voyager has been on for a couple of years at this point, establishing more backstory. So I tell you this though, they do, they do a swell job kind of filling you in on all that, like the dominion and all that stuff. Right. And yeah. It's like, so it's like, Oh cool. There's, there's, a, there's, a, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on in out of space. Yo. Yeah. And so the thing is the Federation is looking for deals like this. I mean, because it, it's been a rough couple of years. But I never really heard what they were trying to do, you know, until... Exactly. Until the point that, like, the movie started falling apart for me. Like, it started out really great, and then all of a sudden, it I felt like they weren't giving me the details of what exactly they were doing. Like, I kept thinking, like, why didn't these people just move to the other side of the planet if they really wanted to, like, you know, age back or whatever? Well, see, they don't, they don't want to live in the briar patch. But what do they want? That's what I don't understand. Like, what are they trying they, to? They want the the health and and youth again. But that's what I'm saying. Why they did just they don't want li- to the other side of the planet? Because they don't want to live in that area of space. Period. They've got their own concern going on. When they moved away, they've set up their own little government and system somewhere else. And so their whole thing is they want to come back and steal the stuff that makes them young, use it for themselves. 
that they're going to steal the stuff off the planet. Right. It's going to kill the source of that on the planet. Yes. So once they use it up, it's gone. Yes. Whereas if they just, you know, live there. Well, they, see, have, they have an infinite source of it. But yeah. it wasn't going to be fast enough for some of them that were going to die too soon. They were too far gone to sit there because it would take decades for the effects of the planet to fix them. They were That's so far yeah. along. But then, but again, though, what did they, what bill of goods did they sell Starfleet? Starfleet because I mean, yeah. I don't see how well, you can weaponize this. I don't see how you can. Well, yeah, but it was eternal youth for Starfleet that they were going to be saying, oh, look, this will cure your people. This will make everybody go. Like just kill it. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you're a dunce just because you live forever, that doesn't mean you're going to be more awesome, you know? Like, Starfleet seems like they have more problems than getting old. Well, yeah. yeah. You but, know, like, because, oh, you'll live forever. But yeah, but we're going to get wiped off the face of the galaxy by all these other badass dudes. We need something that's... The, the minion's going to come and kill us it's, all. It's, it's almost like makeup for a pig at this point, right? Like Starfleet Command was going to, like, you know... Jet and leave everybody behind. Like, hey, you guys go fight the war. We're going, <laughs> we're going to a beta quadrant or somewhere else. We're going to go. Like make. They just—they must have had like a porno of this admiral or something, and like, <laughs> hey, you don't, if you don't like deal with us and help us out, we're going to put this on the internet, and your kids are going to see it. Right? They uh, they date raped them. Like they gave them some uh, some GHB space GHB. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> So there's the all these pictures. He's like laid out on the couch. There's yeah. dicks around his. <laughs> uh, if I had a dollar for every one of those pictures that I have, I have a whole file of them on my computer. Yeah. It's called Fun Times with Friends. There's a whole partition <laughs> on your computer just dedicated to those pictures. I have a whole server <laughs> called Good Times <laughs> Memories with Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Dork Trick Season Zero. <laughs> yeah, um, but, got on the show. yeah, that's the only. Yeah, that's the only thing I just don't like. And Jenny used an interesting word. Like that's where the movie started falling apart. Uh, I felt like once they hit the caves, for me, it became a little too episodic because they all they love hanging out in caves and TNT. <laughs> Jack, like if you're not in a boardroom, if you're not in the space meeting room or on the bridge, you're in a cave. Like, and that's what it is, Jack. Like they just love some caves. And and see, that was like the other set. thing that we had seen this episode before because Worf's brother did the same cockamamie plan yeah. when he had, Oh, let's take the villagers and we're all going to go to the caves and then we'll come out on the other side to the new village. Yeah. And that was exactly this Admiral probably read that log and was thinking hey, <laughs> uh, that Roshinko guy had a pretty good plan. I we, bet they're, they're going to do this. I got a feeling. <laughs> Even that, that whole sequence, like where they're basically refugees escaping from the village and everything. I really kept getting a Lord of the Rings vibe from it. Like they were yeah, 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 yeah. escaping from Rohan or whatever, trying to go to Helm's Deep. Rohan. And, uh, you know, they're, they're running through the fields and my daughter walks in the room and she hasn't seen a bit of the movie. And she's like, are you watching Lord of the Rings? But to be fair, this, this came out before that. Thank you. <laughs> I said the same thing. This came and out. I'm just saying the book has been out for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who cares? <laughs> you can't see the book. Yeah, I can't see the book, man. Like there are similar visuals. Like, maybe 10 people read that whole book. Yeah, it's long. You know, the scene, remember, like, when I was a kid, I tried to like I read The Hobbit. I was like, oh, that was great. Let me go check out 
the Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, but I don't think <laughs> after like thirty pages, direction. I was like, nothing has happened yet. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> well, see, it helps if you smoke some of the Hobbit weed first, uh, and then it just kind of mellows you out for the rest uh, of the year. Uh, I was like ten. Then you can fall asleep, well, yeah. and then lie to your friends that you saw it <laughs> and you read it. Yeah, watched it. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, watched it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, no. read it. Yeah, it was no, in no. And Mickey Mouse and Scooby Doo. They were all there. It was in my mind, <laughs> but yeah, this came out before that, Jenny. So Ben's right. Sorry. Okay, but still, Peter Jackson didn't watch Insurrection and say that was a really great scene. I'm sure he did. Put that in Lord of the Rings. I'm sure he did. You know what was cool is when the people were being beamed out while they were running. That was cool. Yeah. Well, you the the whole tagging thing yeah. with the drones, the drones. Yeah, that the was the drones in. And yep. the, yeah, that was dope. I like that part a lot. But like I said, once they hit the caves, I kind of uh, and I was hoping the old lady would have died, even though she wasn't old, but she was like three hundred. But I bet yeah. that that pussy was probably right. I, 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 I didn't like her face. I thought she's hot, dude. Yeah. She had this the the lips and the nose area it had this weird. Uh, you're no picnic to look at either, Ben. I'm just saying. I shaved. <laughs> Jesus. Just... Mark wanted to hit that. Well, yeah, but I told him no. <laughs> oh, no, you mean the movie. The movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, I it. Lying I don't, one thing I don't understand is their, uh, like, how she can control time. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Why? Well, Why did she do that? That one perfect moment when you're in love and you time slows down. I don't get it. Down. I don't get it. I don't uh, get it. That was, she was, was mystical or something. Like the water started. The, the water started running really slow. It's like, hey, bitch, uh, why don't you use your little slow down time thing? So when they're shooting the the little spiky things at your people to beam them up, let's <laughs> slow down time there. Why don't we slow down time when I'm fucking balls deep in that ass, yo, and I'm getting ready to bust my nut, and you could slow down time. So- I've seen some videos like that. But see, time doesn't slow down for, for Picard because it feels good. But it does seem like, you know, that five minutes that he's up in there is like an hour to her. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. It's been a long time. I apologize. I'll get you on the next time. I get to, I'll roll over and go to sleep now. Good night. <laughs> Oh, can you make me a space sandwich, please? That'd be killing. No mayonnaise. And some space Earl Grey. <laughs> Hot. Yes, I got to get my beauty rest, baby. Mm. Don't call us. We'll call you. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll fix your planet. We got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ben's oh, a- shit. Ben's offended that Picard would do such a thing. Not my Picard. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm I know. <laughs> Is Ben showing you his F. Marie Abraham J? Is that what you <laughs> I just had to share with the class, Ben. Yes. You must show everyone your F. Marie Abrahams. Yes. <laughs> He's had enough to drink, he might actually. That's, that's what I'm going to start calling my balls. Uh, no. You <laughs> won't do it. <laughs> As everybody went to the F3 button. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to start calling my balls F. Marie Abrahams. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what happens here? Oh, yes, they go to the hill. They run for the hills. Run for your life. <laughs> 
shit. That should have been the name of the movie, Run for the Hills. Or like that should have been the score in the background. Just dun, 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 the, the the Union Jack, bro, that'd have been killer. Like that movie automatically is way better than this one because Eddie, Eddie's in it from Maiden. Yeah, I do like I do like Angry Wharf though. I wish you would have been able to have some sex. Well, or at least, and at the same time, around that same time frame, I don't like the I'm a warrior. Beverly. Yeah, I don't get that. Where she's got the gun. Yeah, you know, oh, look at me. I'm, uh, I can hold my own. Like, I'm woman, hear me roar, Beverly. Yeah, and it's like, you know what? You're the doctor. Go see the doctor. You're a murderous wretch. Like, <laughs> yes. come on, Lee. But to I be do. fair, she was seeing, like, crew members' faces on those little drones. <laughs> oh, yeah, just killed. Just killed no. Edson Murray. Uh. <laughs> take that, Wesley. Everybody that these drones take away is one less person I can potentially kill. No, they're mine to kill. I do like them talking about their boobs, though. Yes. But that was pretty sweet. Not that we started firming up. Not that we worry about such things. Have, no. has, has your pancake ass started lifting at all? No, it's not. No. Damn it. I've always been born with pancake ass. <laughs> the card's like, oh, my balls are no longer dragging on the floor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you say you could say that about him, but he could punch your face because he is more physically fit than you ever will be. Which is that's true. Like it's sad to me that I look at Picard and go, "Man, I wish I was that physically fit." He's ninety years old. <laughs> I've got sixty years on him. I did love that they gave him like some action scenes in this movie. Like he, he it was cool, yeah. Like he got to, he got to fight stuff. He got to shoot stuff. Like this is like a paintball weekend for Picard. He's digging it. <laughs> yeah, beamed, out, beamed out of the space station at the last moment before yeah. Riker blew it up. Yep. I can't believe Riker had time to have sex with somebody on the space station though, on, against their will. It was so weird. Like there's always time for sex. Well, it's well, probably one of the doing station. on the space station. He just beamed the body over. <laughs> No, I'm thinking he went over, got the uh, one of the the face stretchy chicks, uh-huh. yeah. the, the nurses that were yeah. doing the face stretching. He pounded one out with her and was like, "Later." Like if you if you can find a group of hookers who are also plastic surgeons, what else do you really need? That's like yeah, but, the lottery. Yeah, but they might be like weird, like uh, Kanye West mom surgeons of plastic surgery. Like most of the people they do die. If you catch my drift, like they don't really like, like Dr. Nick of plastic surgery. <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, maybe that's why the guy's teeth were falling out. It's not that they were that old or anything. It's just that they were really, really bad at yeah. plastic surgery. Yeah. Because nobody was really worried about their credentials. Cause they have sweet green tits. And like, hey, can I see your credentials? And she's like, no, but you can see these gazongas. Here's my credentials. <laughs> Here's my MA and my doctorate. <laughs> you know what's cool about these degrees? You can come all over them. <laughs> come us some Lottie. <laughs> well, well done. Dennis, that was a great face you made. <laughs> Like you've seen that face before, Bob. Yeah, I have. It's awesome. Well, we all have. It's dork, sir. <laughs> yeah. 
That was a great trip to Jersey. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool, man. Like uh, those chicks were space hot, and Riker was. To- but I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. But what kind of aliens were they? I don't know. Sex bots. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> ben, you should know. What kind of aliens were they? It doesn't matter. Hot green well, I mean, tits. They, they didn't make up like some kind of alien species for them. Is that Not what that I recall. Like? I believe they are called. They are called uh, herbies. <laughs> <laughs> Herpetrons <Yes. laughs> from the planet Herpes from the planet Maltrex. Yeah. <laughs> <Simplex> system. <laughs> uh, on the space station, did it seem like they left out a background? I felt like they left out. Like I feel like the end of the film was rushed. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm saying that like physically. Like when they're climbing in there and there's that blue background, I always felt like that was blue screen that was supposed to have something else added on it. Like at first it was Riker's cock because he was the director. That was the the high school gym. So it's like (laughs) they had PE, so they had the mats up against the wall. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like I just kept thinking though like, you know, Jonathan Frakes is – Looking at, no, no, we're going to add the cool uh, space background. It's going to look great. It'll be post production. But when they finally got there, they had spent so much money on (laughs) Picard's gym time. They put in like just random shit, like in the uh, Lowell the Hammer Stanley commercials. (laughs) Cars crashing, bears fighting. We should do that. (laughs) We should pull that into. uh, I would love that. Bears, but like two rams gliding. <laughs> Maybe a bunch of buffalo running off a cliff. <laughs> like a train going off the side of a bridge or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. A snake eating like a hamster or something. <laughs> <laughs> All these are criminals. Like, this is great. You know, that's one of the great things about being married to a foreigner is because that's something that's uniquely American is commercials like that. You don't see that in any other country. So my wife is just like, what the hell is going on here? That is the essence of America, I think. Well, yeah, but at the same time, I was in Japan watching Japanese MTV thinking I was on drugs because you have the Japanese lady in front of the background that looks like prehistoric era with a volcano going off and F-14s flying over and dinosaurs with flags and you're like, huh? And then she's saying a bunch of stuff in Japanese and then she stops, looks at the camera, goes red hot chili peppers. <laughs> and it goes back to Japanese and then it goes to a red hot chili peppers video. And, and you're no, like, and, and nobody, has, nobody has sex. Red hot chili pepper. Uh, red hot chili pepper. No, no, that was the, the crazy thing because it's like fluent Rapid fire Japanese, and then it was red chili peppers. Did it sound like so? Now, when they were speaking, did it sound like someone threw silverware down a flight of stairs? No, no, it sounded like Japanese, not Chinese. Hey, hey, <laughs> red the chili pepper, pepper, konnichiwa, red hot chili pepper. Hey. I've always wanted to learn how to speak Japanese though, because I like watching Japanese films. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's that. If I ever like, if I would have won the Powerball lottery, that was like nine hundred million dollars, because I'd have nothing else to do, I would have taken Japanese <laughs> lessons and learned how to. So I don't have to watch with subtitles. 
you have to you have to keep practicing it because you lose it quickly like i took a year of it in college my senior year Mm -hmm. and i instantly forgot it all because i never used it so yeah see i would want though it to be like maybe they can insert it into my brain yeah like no, Matrix. You you pay this stern old Japanese man, like the classic guy from all the eighties TV shows. He's got no no no, not Miyagi. He, no. Like and, the guy from uh, the guy from Kill Bill who teaches Uma Thurman how to punch out of the box. Well, no, I, I want this. You know, the, the 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 he's the corporate. You know, runs the Japanese company. So like so like so, guy. So like the bad guy in Gung Ho. Possibly. Like the guy that ran the corporation in Gung Ho. And I want him to teach Japanese. Okay. And like, and just very sternly correct. Every time you get a word wrong, he's like, and just, he like slaps you or something. And you, get, and you have to correct your, until you learn the entire Japanese language. I can see, I can see why you went to Japan, Ben. Hmm, he just follows you around though. For like, that, that's his job, like 50K a year, follow you around. I'll do that for free. <laughs> but you do have to know Japanese, dummy. I know enough. I know more than he does. That's all that matters. That's true. It's true. Ohio Gazai, kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say this about the film. The, 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 the parts in space are more interesting to me. Like I like the, the battle bridge and all that stuff. A lot more fun than watching a bunch of nerds run around cosplaying in the Renaissance fair. I like the I like the space stuff. I didn't like the joystick on the bridge. Yeah, that was weird, right? It was like why why is why do you have that all of a sudden? It it's well because it looks better on screen to fly it with a joystick instead of sit here going hold on I've got da, 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 touch the screen. Da, da, da. It's, it's like the new Enterprise was uh, designed by a fifteen year old computer whiz who's like oh joysticks are killer dude. <laughs> This is too bad. This was what, like ninety, what seven, six, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, because if it had been later, we could have got like a sweet ass Xbox controller or something. <laughs> I was thinking, like, okay, a joystick is two dimensions. No, could we fly jets with a joystick? You don't have any, any way to. Well, a jet is different Down than uh, fucking. Arcade. Yeah, but they also have the uh, the rudder. I mean, yeah. They, yeah. Well, that's what that's what all the, the programmable buttons were. I don't know. It just seemed kind of weird that all of a sudden now they have a joystick. Yeah. I just wish when they get tactical when they shoot the torpedoes and the phasers that they had like the duck hunt gun. And it's weird too because this is the first time I've seen the joystick and I don't remember any of the shows incorporating it. Nope. So it was just like they just – it was just like yes, a – this. Just kind of a – maybe they tried it out, and they're like, yeah, the joystick thing didn't really work. That was for merchandising, but they never sold any toys for this, yeah. did they? So. No. That's the one thing Star Trek never had was like a toy thing with the, with the next generation because who wants a toy of, an, of a bald white guy? <laughs> uh, I have – like a box full of the action figures. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But a blow up doll of Captain Picard. Yeah, but you can buy those at any Comic Con or thrift store or flea market for like a dollar. Like kids aren't going to play with Star Trek. Yeah, like oh man, I can't wait to play with the guy I, I, with the beard. I, I had the Guinan's um, got flipping hats. That's awesome. <laughs> with a separating saucer did they even come with weapons i don't even think yeah, they, had- they had they had the phaser and the tricorder and they stood on the little star all the starfleet officers came with a little starfleet badge that they stood on i, I know that and, yes and then the borg had the little Borg. everybody had their cultural symbol 
as the thing they stood on. So did 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 uh, the Klingons have two dicks? No, they had the little trifoil. Oh, that'd have been cool if they had two. Dicks. And then um, you, you had the shuttlecraft on two dicks. The transporter room and the transporter room worked. You could like put people in it and push the button and slide the controllers up, and it would make first sound and they disappear. Star Trek doesn't make for good toys, is what I'm saying. Like like GI Joe, you play with GI Joe. GI Joe was basically a 23 minute commercial for toys, you yeah. know, and it was killer. Like all those old cartoons were Star Wars. You got guys with swords, guys with guns, guys with this. I mean, I love Star Trek, but I mean, not. Not much. Yeah, you get all the action figures and you put them around the I the, the table, table the table, and <laughs> we set them around the table, and they would have their little staff meeting. Hmm. Hmm. What do we do about the Borg situation? Ooh. I'm not. I'm not really sure. Let's but, sit and talk about it for a while, buddy. Hmm. As a kid who was coming up in in an age where I was appropriate to be playing with toys. Uh, I thought they were lame as hell. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like uh, they had like. They had like Ninja Turtle hands and they, they just, they were, I don't know, man. I really, and I like Trek, like I really did, but I always wanted them to do like the, you remember the, the, the tiny G.I. Joes? Like not the, the yeah. big ones with the star and the real hair. Yeah, yeah the, the little dude. Yeah. I wanted them to do Trek versions like that. Because that would have been, been something. Yeah, the real American well, heroes. Because I could shove them in a pocket and like, and like play with styrofoam bases and stuff with them. Get strapped like, with fireworks onto the back of them and blow them exactly. up. Well, the Trek guys were that big, though. Or the the G.I. Joe size. They were the size of nipples. Uh, my internet is I don't, I don't know from the Ninja Turtles, but the original action figures that came out for Star Trek Next Generation and had the low collars and everything, first season yeah. Star Trek, were the same size as my Joes. Because I know this because Flint came in and banged it out with uh, Troy and Shikar <laughs> because none of the guys in Starfleet were man Don't enough. Lady See, the cool part is, though, you were doing this at like 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I did mean that as a bad thing, Ben. I, we, I, I have videotapes where I would, re, you know, we would do the action figure theater on the bridge of the enterprise i can't imagine how boring that would be <laughs> i want to see these videos like i wish that there was yeah, i really want to see those i wish we had those did you have a uh, shipwreck and lieutenant hawk get together it's no. <laughs> <laughs> good recall but yeah i can't imagine that being any fun to do ben because you would just stand in there and go we need to come up with a peaceful solution <laughs> <laughs> Especially season one. Are you we going to make it to this peace conference? The warp core is acting up. Oh, oh. no! I fell in someone's flowers, buddy. <laughs> what are we to do? Look, MC Hammer pants. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, it got more exciting. You know, like this movie, like the, uh, like first contact and this one are run and gun stuff. Like you got guys shooting people, and you know, there's lasers and all kinds of stuff. But I mean, as the series goes, it's not. I mean, uh, fist fights are few and far between. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it teaches us a lesson about society and the world we should want to live in. I got no time for not, that. Not. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, as I've watched the series twice in five years, I got no time for that. And we start it up again next yeah. week, the first episode. No, we have to do a nemesis that I've never nemesis. seen. Yeah. 
So, uh, but yeah, the movie just kind of goes on from there. We find out that uh, F. Marie Abraham's ball people and the old people that are young people are really the same people. Um, and we find out that, you know, the young people on the planet left because they thought that their parents were nerds and they wanted to go start their own planet, which is ambitious. Like, it's very yeah. ambitious. But like, well, you know what? We're going to go start our own planet. There's like, like, did they not know that they would age when they left the planet? They, they probably tried to tell them and they were just like, I don't care. I just want to get out of here. <laughs> I just want to play with my next generation toys and you guys won't let me. <laughs> and that's why Excuse I joined me, At some day. point, when you start stretching your skin you know, to the point that it's bleeding, yeah. <laughs> that's the Joan Rivers stage, then you really got to consider swallowing your pride and going back. Think home. about how much money they must have spent on staples alone. Like, just like... The staple in your face. The staples are pretty cheap, though. Although I thought that was cool when the nurse was pulling the skin back and she yeah. just had the, the, the wall stapler. <laughs> just bonk. <laughs> bonk. <laughs> and, like, no reaction to that. Not like, ow, ow. No, it's been ha- he's, he's had it happen so many times. He's, yeah, he's but, like, I mean, still, I mean, I stub my toe a lot. It still hurts. Probably on drugs all the time, too. Yeah, true. Yeah, he's probably on, like, yeah, like mescaline or something. That would have been a cool scene. Like, if, if F. Murray Abraham and his friend were, like, Relive in like uh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. That'd be totally. <laughs> well, they're also getting Hummers at the same time. Yeah, that's true too. So you don't really feel as much. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Squeeze them. People, whatever the fuck. You <laughs> uh, must make me last longer. Yeah. <laughs> Staple my nipples. It's <laughs> the only way I can get off. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right, now take it out. All right, now I'm bleeding. Someone help me. Seriously, get a Band-Aid. What the fuck? <laughs> we got to fix that. Think about what their balls must look like. If that's what their face looks like, like yeah. their balls must be, I mean, just wow. Cadbury eggs. Yeah, like like amazing. Like, super smooth. Super smooth, you're saying. You're saying you're going the other way with it. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Because think about everything's pulled up, right? It's all pulled up. That's true. So. They have to just be like so taut and smooth, like Cadbury eggs, super smooth. All right. All right. Probably like pulling out all the wrinkles from the skirt. <laughs> right. right. Just. <laughs> yeah. And they all have this weird neck beard right here. It's just like this patch of hair. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying. Is, that's their taint. <laughs> yeah. Short and curly. Just saying. <laughs> Go over there. This duck blind can't be big enough. <laughs> Your taint neck. Blech. Taint nothing. But, uh, and again, if you think about the movie, right, like you have an action sequence at the end of the film um, between F. Marie Abraham and Patrick Stewart. <laughs> like, it's so. <laughs> um, and don't get me wrong, I enjoy both actors very much so, but when I think action sequence, the two names that pop into my head are not F. Marie Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Put it that way, it's like a very geriatric action scene. And I I think uh, that is the one thing I think that hampers the entire series of TNG films. Like much like the first film when you're watching Malcolm McDowell, not Malcolm McDowell, but yeah, it's Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell and Patrick Stewart fight. These are two of the oldest looking human beings you've ever seen in your whole life. Like it's like watching them fight over applesauce at like the, the buffet. And you're like, what's happening? So it's like, it's weird. Like this is where I almost 
I almost favor recasting to some extent, if that makes sense. Like reboot. Not total sense. Like because I want to see like some young virile guy wearing a a cap pretending to be bald kick somebody's ass as opposed to seeing some old man fighting. all they had to do was have like group fight scenes so like Picard could fight you know F. Murray Abraham <laughs> then Worf would fight like a younger yeah. dude who was physically fit and that would be most of the action shots would be Worf fighting this guy yeah but it's just, I think it would have in the background you see Picard and F. Murray Abraham like <laughs> <laughs> Marcus of Queensberry rules <laughs> Your dukes, you rascal. <laughs> I love seeing you guys all try to like old person fight each other over the internet. <laughs> you have besmirched me for the last time. This shall not stand, it shall not. It's essentially and they made and they made uh, they made that distinction, I think, very well in Star Wars, because the worst lightsaber fight is the first one. Yeah, and they true. kind of realize, like, wow, this is really cool. Like, Vader was really like, Are you fucking kidding me? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Come on, old man. Shut up, old man. But yeah, so like but and I think Star Trek needed to learn that lesson, you know. I think it would have worked if Picard was fighting like a younger guy. Like I would have loved to see him kick like Wesley's ass, for instance. I mean <laughs> Oh, that'd be good, yeah. It's very specific, but yes, I get what you're going. <laughs> <laughs> two old guys fighting like that's not that interesting but like it would i'd, I'd have to cheer for picard you can see that at like the, you know going to the you know piccadilly buffet <laughs> the early bird, exactly and let one of them cut in line you're gonna see them fight but i guess we get that in the next film where i guess you have tom hardy is a younger yes mm-hmm. tom hardy's in it Club. And he's still fighting picard <laughs> so it's like i don't know it's just weird man like i don't know i don't know this is where Picard needs muscle. Well, he he was looking pretty good with a short sleeve. No, no, he does. Yeah, I mean, he like has it. He has Worf. Yeah, I just yeah. And data. data. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, Data's no more. Data's just annoying. That was the one thing I thought was kind of weird was that like the captain is going out to do all this stuff. He's not like bringing you know his tactical team with him or anything. It's just he's doing all the shit himself. Like usually, by the time you get to be captain, like you have people to do stuff for you. Like, he's, hey man, if I if I remember. Really? I mean, he's the star. And apparently this is the first uh, episode of Star Trek that Ginny has seen. <laughs> so, um, like was, 50 years of Star Trek, yes, that, that's exactly how, other than this one time, the captain just sits on the ship and goes, uh, crewman, whose assignment it is to do this dangerous thing, go okay, do it. Okay, to be fair, usually Picard is, like, in charge of the staff meetings. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah, the film, the film, it does change. Like in the film, he, it, he becomes more dynamic. But I mean, well, and that's because Jonathan Frakes has directed the last two. Mm-hmm. So you know, Frakes is kind of busy and needs the reduced schedule. Okay, he's just getting shaven. Like that's all. It's like, what do I do in this movie? Oh, I get paid to shave. It's pretty rad. Yeah, you gotta think that you know when he's made the director for this one. And it's like, so uh, what direction are we going to take in this? Well, uh, it's going to be the direction that uh, I get laid. <laughs> and, uh, Troy, uh, she she's hot for me now. She thinks Worf is just a total dick. A total and nerd. He, he's a pussy. Was and, it? And she, and she says, oh, wow, Commander Riker, you're more of a man than, than pimply face uh, Worf boy could ever be. 
Riker kick sand in his face. I wrote, I, I wrote that scene too. Through well, the- I mean, think about it. I mean, now that I've said it, Worf gets a zit, goes back through puberty. Riker uh, gets to look younger because he shaves, and he gets to bone uh, Troy, who was his crush back in in Starfleet High School. And he gets to fly the ship with a joystick. And he flies. It. So he he marries Sue the fuck out of yeah. Riker in this. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you're totally right. He even gets the giant bathtub scene. Exactly. Hey, I, I'm all for it. It's like, you know, to the winner go to the spoils. So yeah, <laughs> History does not remember losers. That's probably why they wouldn't let him direct the next movie. Right. <laughs> right. I don't know why they wouldn't let him direct the next movie because, I mean, like, he did a very, I mean, like, capable job in the first mm-hmm. two films. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just weird to me. Like, I don't know why you would change at that point, going into a fourth film, where it was clearly going to be the last film, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I thought Frakes was great. Yeah. Has, uh, and I mean, some of the special effects were really cool, like when they were flying into, like, the weird nebula thing or whatever with all the red mm-hmm. background. That was pretty killer, man. Mm-hmm. Like, the space stuff was cool. Some of the on-the-ground stuff was eh. Like, the whole data side story with him wanting to be a kid was Peter Pan weird. Yeah, like, He's I, a kid toucher. He is. He's creeping me out. It's like data. This guy, this little kid, doesn't want to hang out with you. Stop. Stop. He was ranking. Uh, he was running a man boy love subroutine. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like hmm. Man boy active. <laughs> active. Yeah, it's like I just don't. Like, and like yeah, and then it was weird because the boy went to data too quickly after his dad was gone. Like. He was like, oh, I want to stay with Data now. It's like, what's up, Michael Jackson? <laughs> what's happening here? Like, this is, I don't know, man. <clears throat> and, like, one way to make Data appear to be more human is to let him walk underwater. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, it's like, it's... I, and be a flotation device. Yeah, yeah. A flotation device. I fucking hated that scene. Yeah, it was stupid. I just wanted Sit to punch in my him. lap, lady. <laughs> my cock becomes a flotation device. The more I see data, the less I like him. And I think, like, if you haven't figured it out by now, by the third film of a seven-year series that data is a robot that wants to be human, you're a fucking idiot. I'm like, you, <laughs> don't, you don't deserve to live on this planet with, hu- with human beings. You're just a dummy. Like, you're not, if you haven't figured it out yet, the data's a goddamn robot, then I don't know how, I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. They've played that the whole thing You're, you're going to love the next movie. I heard he blows up and stuff, right? I hope that's the first scene. <laughs> like, he just blows up. Melts. <laughs> My legs will always be 83. I don't know, man. I think Spiner just gets, I mean, he's doubly annoying in the next movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, I can't wait. <laughs> He oh, finds man. new ways to be annoying. Oh, that's awesome. I just hate him. Like, and, and Data was never. I mean, if we go back and listen to the to the entire like run of Dork Trek, Data was not my least favorite character. But yeah. somehow he's kind of taken that mantle. And is it is it just me? Like, am I hostile? Yeah, I think like ever since masks, like Data yep. right into the side of the mountain. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's just like it, they just beat you to death with it, man. Like, he has dreams and mad. Just come on, fuck on. Golly, brother. Well, see, they had to have something interesting yeah. that wasn't Klingon. But why? I mean, like... Well, that was the thing is they'd spent so much... And, and this isn't just my standard Klingon hate. 
Nah, I don't know. Which, you know it, it's there, but this isn't it. Um, the thing was is that the show had turned into happy Klingon hour for so many episodes where there were all the story arcs that involved something to do with the Klingon empire, something to do with Worf learning how to jerk off one of his dicks. <laughs> there was always something about Klingon. I imagine it would be the same way you did it with the other one, right? Like, is, would there be a different technique? Well, it's, you got to get the stroke patterns. Well, the, I mean, the temptation's too great to do both at the same time. <laughs> you could hurt yourself or others. <gasps> so, you know, so there's all this Klingon stuff, so they have to do something else. Well, the other interesting characters have been Jordy and Data. You've you've killed off Wesley, I and mean, you haven't killed him, but he's he's gone. So now you've got to do the the B stories with Jordy and Wesley, or Jordy and uh, Data. Okay, between the two, you can only get not blind so many times. <laughs> Are you sure it's happened? Three you do times. it once. You do it once a movie and move on. And then you're stuck with data. And that's where we are the last season. But they and, don't even uh, have like so many B stories in this movie. Like there was really- a lot. There was a lot of yeah. B stories. Like it and that made it feel more TV ish. Yeah. Because like you have like the young horny couple, you know, data wanting to be a dude, uh, like a young dude. Um you got a young Picard trying to bang a young old lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the love story, you've got Worf's pimples, which is you know, and again, if the Klingons, if people are tired of the Klingons so much, then like, why bring Worf to DS9 to boost ratings? Like, if anything, Worf is like a ratings winner. Yeah. I think, I think that is. Well, no, I'm just saying you've played out all the stories. I'm just saying people are tired of them, but you've just played out so many stories with them. Okay. All right. But this set of writers are, they've, it's like, this is all we can do on TNG. And so when he goes to DS9, there's a, that opens up a whole other can of things that he can do and other adventures that can be had with him there. Okay. There, there are things, and like the alien of the day makes this feel like an episode. But I mean, I still enjoy, like, I don't, or Janet, we started the podcast by saying, Janet and I both agreed that like, I don't, I liked this movie more than I thought I would. And I still do. Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of, I don't want to say I was dreading it, but I was like, oh, inspiration is dumb. Yeah. But I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think it went off the rails a little bit in the cave, but then like it rebounded well. I liked the scenes at the end. I mean, I'm going to say this movie was a one, two, three, four, five, six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm going to say it's probably a six for me. Like it felt like it could have been better as like a double episode maybe. And I felt like they really kind of borrowed from old episodes. Like they kind oh, yeah, of borrowed totally. elements from yeah. it. Um, and I mean, it really just felt like a long episode. It was a, it was a pretty decent long episode, but they could have filled in some of the details and made the story make a little bit more sense in parts for me. Yeah. yeah. Th- there were points where it's like, again, like how did they trick the Federation in a fallen yeah. for this ruse? But I mean, like, you know, I mean, it's it's still it, it was it was a quick watch. Like it didn't drag, which is good. You know, yeah. see, I give it a seven because I know how bad the movies can get. <laughs> I I know what's yet to come. So you're like so, weighting it against the other movies. Yeah, I have I have to give it a seven so that the impact of the lower numbers that I give later will be like okay if if I hated this movie and it was a seven or Ben said it was a seven. Then when he says this one is, but yeah, I like this more than generations. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I like this more than Generations. Uh, I like this more than the, the what, Star Trek V. This is better than Star Trek V. Yes. Um, so, I mean, Dennis, what do you say, buddy? Yeah, I would say it's probably a six. It's just kind of, it's kind of there. It's nothing special. Which is a bummer because it's a movie that you had to pay $7 to see. But I mean, what about you, Anton? What do you say? I'm going with six. It's a, it's a bloated episode. I mean, it's not horrible, but it's just kind of, I get to cut it in the afternoon on a Sunday on Fox or something. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I think I maybe my winning was so such low expectations. Right, lower expectations. It, really, it doesn't do anything to advance the Star Trek universe. It's just kind of nah. something that happened. Yeah, it's know. an episode. Yeah, it's There's an episode. No episode development. There's nothing. Like I never, I never feel like, and I think they do this too in, in generations. Like I never feel that anyone is in any kind of danger. It's like 600 people are going to be displaced. Who cares? And I know that sounds kind of weird, but I mean like it's 600 people. It's not like you're not talking about like world, like galaxy domination, you know, Hitler or anything. Yeah. yeah, And you look at like in generations, they were going to, um, that star system was going to annihilate like 12 billion people or something like that. And then in first contact, obviously Earth becomes a Borg planet. So the stakes are pretty high, you know, what they have to stop. But this one, yeah, like you said, a few hundred people are going to be inconvenienced. And then grow old and die slowly. Yeah, that's like episode stakes. I think, too, like, I was thinking about this when we were talking about generations. I think they could have made those 12 billion people or whatever. It could have been more impactful, like, if we had seen some of them. Like, if we were on the planet and, like, integrated with them on some level or, like, they had some kind of technology that was important for the just something. Like, so they're personalized. Because if not, it's just like, oh, it's just 12 billion people. Does that, is that yes, numbers on screen. It's just numbers on screen. Like it needed to be a little more personalized. Maybe yeah. it was, you know, maybe there was a, a star fleet, a cat, I don't know, something, anything, but it's just like, or oh, at least like, like, you know, like since obviously they see the sun going out for some reason, why not have a shot of people like going about their business on this planet and then they see the sun go out and they just, yeah. out, you know, yeah, just little things like that. I think could have made generations cooler. But again, like Dennis said, Hey, uh, sorry, 600 people. It's like an airplane. Like, you're essentially just like, yeah. you know, it's They're like stuck on the tarmac for yeah. 20 minutes. Come on, man. This is bullshit. Uh, we'll be pulling back to the gate now. Um, there's a mechanical delay. The lavatories are still not operational. I mean, come on. This is just dumb. I mean, you guys are, I mean, I'm really inconvenienced with this. Yeah. Do I get miles? Are you going to reimburse me miles? <laughs> Do I at least get a complimentary drink? <laughs> yes, you get Miles O'Brien. Here's <laughs> miles O'Brien. <laughs> he's, picking his, he's picking his fro. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, now that it's weird because I came on saying that this movie wasn't as bad as I thought it was, but now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, this movie kind of sucks. But that's the thing is, don't think about it. Just, yeah, watch, just watch it and it. you'll be fine. Yeah, that's kind of what I did when we started. <laughs> We're delving deeper into it. It's like, like well, see, that's the, that's the thing is, it. like, it's not good, but you can enjoy it. So that yeah. it has some yeah, redeeming quality. That's true. 
we're lowering the listeners' expectations right now mm-hmm. by saying how bad it is. So when they go to watch it, they'll be like, that oh, wasn't as bad as they said. It wasn't as bad as And then they'll start thinking about it. And then a day or two later, they'll be like, well, actually, it yeah. was that bad. Then we're going to look like frauds. What was the plan, though? Like, that's what I wondered. Like, I got to go back and watch it. Maybe I missed it. Like, I don't understand, like, what was the plan? Like, why were they going to blow up the Were they going to blow up the planet? No, they were going to steal the metaphasic radiation that How? made people young and healthy. How? That would make the planet uninhabitable. Yes. So that's why they had to move the people. So they yes. wouldn't die. They wanted to kill the goose that laid the golden eggs. See, I'm, it's kind of scaring me that you and Jenny both are having problems with this. Yeah, I I just completely missed like critical plot points in this the, movie. Like the whole I'm like wait, what are they doing? Well, because it kind of like they don't really explain it very well. I don't why know. why is the Federation involved in this? Is this Admiral Rowe? Yeah, why is the, why is the yeah, like, I don't know, I just say uh, Yeah. And then like you think the bigger crime would be uh F. Murray Abraham guy like killing the Admiral. Like that's pretty that's going to get you in some trouble right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, about it, I'm going to make it a five instead of hey, a six. <laughs> what happens in the briar patch stays in the briar patch. <laughs> oh, Lord. Don't throw me in the briar patch. And why, didn't Picard, and why didn't Picard hit that? Like, why didn't he crush it? Well, he's got 300 and umpty-ump days of leave. He's coming back. Nice. Take a year off and just... You and know. if anything, she's just gonna. It's, she's just gonna get hotter. It's like she's in the yeah. gym twenty four seven, just working on her fitness, bro. Just <laughs> but, and that's the thing is, if he spends his entire leave time, his entire you know three hundred and seventy some odd days in the briar patch, he's coming back younger and more rested, and he's just gonna get better the longer he stays. Maybe that's what happened to him in real life. Oh, could be. Oh, could be. <clears throat> that makes more sense than why the Federation would want this weapon. <laughs> what does it do? What do you mean? Um, what does it do? Like, what purpose does it cause? I, I don't. You're not. I'm not getting it. Like, That's what is classified? What? Yeah, we can't tell you that. Why not? Well, if we tell you, you might not like the idea and might not want to do it. So we're going to keep that a secret until we know that you guys are cool with it. Until after we do it, then we'll show you what it does. What do you mean? Just, just watch. Just watch. Just watch. It's Five, cool. Five, four, three, two, one. Huh? <laughs> See, look what happened. We just put a big sponge to suck radiation up. See? And what we can do is we can use that on the Romulans, and we'll put a sponge over their planet. And that they were planning on using it on their wounded or something like that? Like from the war? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, none of us know. Because uh, he goes into the whole thing about, hey, you know, the war with the Dominion's going badly, blah, blah, blah. We need this. But, but okay, what do you need? What's the application? Yeah. What do you need for? Well, you know, they even I mean, randomly bring up, like, Tetracell White. And you're like, what? That was a throwaway. Just are you trying to say words to link it to another show? Like, mm-hmm. it, it seems really... Like I mean, comics, You know, in the comics, when they say, like, a reference like that, they always have the editor's note yeah. that says, if right, right. it is the, you know, Fantastic Four, number 325. Yeah. We need this. We need this technology because my wife thinks I'm getting fat, and I don't want to go. To, I don't want to go to the gym because I don't have time for that. I mean, I'm an admiral in Starfleet for God's sake. I, I can't afford a membership at Space Planet Fitness. <laughs> I got a lot of shit going on, man. So I figure if we could get this radiation that can somehow make us younger because it's radiation. <laughs> I imagine that was the code name for this planet in the Federation, that this was Planet Fitness. 
Space Planet Fitness. We really need to go to Planet Fitness. You know, they got they got the best technology, man. Makes you young. Yeah, man, makes you young. All right, so that's the episode, everybody. Really uh, tightens your buns. Yeah, it makes your boobs feel tight. Mm. So, all right, everybody. Well, that's the episode. Again, the more we sit here and talk about it, the more I think we hate it. Don't worry, good. I mean, it's it sucks as a, as a movie, but it's enjoyable. Yeah, well, it's got its it's got its cool parts. Like I like where Worf's gun doesn't work, so he turns it into a bat and smacks the drone with it. Oh, aggression! Like Worf is essentially Worf's puberty is all of the side effects of taking a medication. <laughs> He's gonna. So there was some anal leakage going yeah, on. His hair's gonna grow. He's gonna sleep late. He's gonna. He's gonna be fatigued. He's gonna be angry. He's you know, yeah. suicidal not, thoughts and depression. Any video editors out there? You know, feel free to make a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Do not taunt Worf. <laughs> Ask your doctor if metaphasic radiation is right for you. Right for you. Side effects include sudden death of people within the vicinity of the medicine. <laughs> You may randomly see android floating heads. <laughs> Shit, that's awesome. This whole movie is the infomercial for medication. <laughs> Acne. <laughs> Excessive hair growth. You might turn into a giant scrotum. <laughs> Lumps on your second testicles. Undesired excessive firming of the breast. <laughs> oh, shit. Nausea. <laughs> Loss of pubic hair. <laughs> so, all right. Well, there you go. We'll talk to you guys. We'll talk to you guys later. I guess, right? Uh, I feel like the whole episode is just. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, you know what? Our ending can be rushed. They rush the ending in the movie. All right. In my head, I'm just I'm picturing the Zoloft thing with like the Klingon head ridges, <laughs> and now I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to make that happen. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. I'm afraid, I'm, ben, totally I'm afraid Ben and Jenny are going to fall asleep because they're in I am. Yeah, they. Oh, God. <laughs> ben just headbutted her. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you guys next week for Nemesis. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.